0: Tonight we're gonna party like it's episode 99. Hello everybody, it's Evil Jeff, and this is episode 99 of CBQ Legacy that is Comic Book Queers. I'm here with my lovely host, Brett.
1: Two thousand zero zero party's over with, out of time. Woo! Bam!
0: Bam! Bam!
1: Bam! 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 So
0: tonight, what's my favorite lyric from that song? Is what? Um, was like, um, the uh, end? No, it's the one where it's like, um, excuse me. no it's something about going too fast what is it
1: what excuse me while I wrote this uh, excuse me excuse me while I I was dreaming when, when I, I wrote, wrote this forgive <laughs> me if it goes too
0: fast I love that I love how it's like you're apologizing when life is just
1: a party and
0: <laughs> parties were meant to last I like a song that apologizes for itself immediately yeah
1: <laughs> Uh, We're so sorry about this episode, by the way Uh, Yeah, this is going to be a train wreck Um, My favorite lyric of that song is When they leave the fade out going for a while at the end And you hear Mommy, why does everybody have a bomb? Is that true? Mommy, why does everybody have a bomb? Is that even on the
0: radio one?
1: It's on the album
0: (laughs) I never knew that
1: Mommy, why does everybody have a bomb? Oh, it's so great. It's like faint. Oh.
0: <laughs> D- message deep. Anyway, Welcome this to episode 99. It's the 99th episode. Remember Y2K, 99? Because uh, this is an end of an era. Things are going to be different in yeah. one episode from now.
1: This isn't Y2K, but it's Why So Gay? <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Wah, wah, wah.
1: And thank you so much for listening to episode 99. <laughs> Good night.
0: Um, but you know what? I feel like we've been talking so much about uh, TV shows and movies and all that stuff. We need to get back to some comics.
1: Let's just make it about the comics.
0: So we're going to talk about some comics that we've read. And Hell yeah. Yeah. So let's just get right into it. Um, did you read, I don't know, a little comic called House of x
1: yeah i did house of x number three house
0: of x number three so now we're getting into the main story i feel like everything before this there's just been like a lot of setup you know what i mean it's kind of like setting up the pieces and now it's like okay now we're getting to some action
1: yeah this feels like end of act one or beginning of act two yes yeah yeah um it It's very, it's very adventurous. There's a lot of action, but I feel like at the same time it it move it moved the plot forward a bunch as well. Yes,
0: and the weird thing is, is like when I re looked, it's weird because there's there's so many amazing, crazy things that have happened in the previous issues. That even though a shitload happened to this issue, part of me, like, after I read it the first time, I'm like, oh, whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's so decompressed. It doesn't have that, like, concentrated what-the-fuckness.
0: But it did have probably one of my favorite parts in the whole series already. Can you—hey, listeners, how long have you been listening to our show? Can you guess what my favorite part of House of X is? Can you guess—
1: Gee, Evil Jeff, is it when we're at a courtroom and all of a sudden some bad fashionable bitch walks in and goes, Objection! Overruled. Nonsense, little man. You're overruled. <laughs> Hello, Emma Frost. My God. i The only way the Emma Frost scene in this book could have been better was if she started spritzing Sabretooth with jasmine perfume because of the smell that's like <laughs> the only thing that would have made this scene better is that she just starts spraying the air with her jasmine perfume going oh
0: well here's the thing it's always a, and it's always kind of a litmus test for me is how do you write emma frost it's kind of like when i go to a taco truck i always get the al pastor taco because that is my litmus test of whether you're how, do you, taco your how yeah, do you make your pork yeah it's the same thing how do you write emma and if you don't write emma i don't trust anything you're going to do and hickman gets her
1: jonathan hickman Can write Emma Frost. Yeah. Uh, Well, I want to get to that scene. That scene is hugely wild. It's incredible. Uh, And it says a lot about some key themes, I think, are in the book. But but before we get to that, I want to back up because I want to ask you, we have a scene with Xavier, Scott, and Magneto. What did you think about that scene? What did you think about the tone of it?
0: Um... I don't. I feel. I feel like you. I feel like you. You were seeing something underneath that maybe I kind of was just taking it as face value, but you're seeing I something just, underneath. So I. Well, I just thought it was very clear. creepy.
1: Uh, I thought it was very creepy.
0: In what way?
1: The way Magneto and Xavier are speaking to Scott, it's very final and weird. The, the things Xavier is saying to Scott. Such a brave face you're wearing for me.
0: Oh, kind of about oh how they're like yes we might you all might die but we're
1: gonna you all might die. It's, it's so
0: well, It's also weird because, and fatherly, but it's also not Professor how how he was ever before. You know what I mean? It's like if you, you do. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just it's one of those things where now you're I'm questioning like. Is this how he's always been? Like, it's one of those things, like, is he, was he acting the whole way previously because he knew everything that was going on? And just biding his time Mm. and pretending to be like, oh, we can't get ourselves. I care about you all. You know what I mean?
1: Is this finally the real Charles Xavier? Is Charles Xavier finally showing his true colors because everything else was part of a scheme?
0: Here's my other thing. Or are they so like nonchalant about them going into their death and him treating it very condescendingly, because he knows if they all die, he can just crocoopod them back?
1: Yeah. Like do we is, is seeing Gene and Scott come out of those crocoopods in the opening of House of X1? Does that maybe take place after this? Ooh. After they've blown up,
0: I would kind of love that. Did it say – it didn't say a timeline of when that scene took
1: place. No, no. God, this whole thing. We don't know when we're seeing any of these scenes. Ever since the flash-forwards turned out to be flashbacks and revealed that it was actually Life 9, we were looking backward at Life 9, not not forward into the future. Yeah. Who the hell knows when any of this is taking place? Just Xavier's tone in this scene – is so creepy and weird to the point where he sounds like Mr. Sinister to me. Yeah. The way that he's speaking to Scott, you make me so proud. Let me put your fears to rest, my son. That is so how Sinister sees Scott, the Sinister that raised him in the orphanage. Yeah. And even Scott here, it's so pure Cyclops to me, just the the brave leader who's filled with doubt. It's kind of a... Wonderful reset on Scott Summers. You no,
0: know, what's interesting is that Emma, uh, Emma, Myra didn't choose to in one of her lives to go to Sinister.
1: Or did she? Mm. Dun dun
0: dun. Can life I Life just...
1: six is either Sinister or Sentinel. I'm...
0: I still like my theory that it's the actual six one six, and this and life ten is her redoing six one six, but with some minor changes and tweaks.
1: Uh, we'll see. There's something that make. There's something in this book later that makes me think that it's going to be Moira as an Omega Sentinel. Uh, is life six? Yeah.
0: Oh, interesting. Well, but first, first here's the thing, and this is the one thing that I don't like, and it comes back to how you've you've posted about this. The team they put together, putting Husk on this team, that is like, why don't they just put her in a red in a red coat? You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, you're like, why the fuck are you there except to
1: die? Like, no one gives a fuck about a husk. (laughs) Like, come on. What is... So we've got the team that's ready to go to Orcus and basically... What is it? Send the mother mold into the sun, I think we're finding out. That's what M seems to be concerned with later on. That they want to release those collars that they set up. That would um, unhitch mother mold and send her plummeting into the sun. So interesting that in an old X Men book, um, Cyclops tricks the Sentinels into flying into the heart of the sun uh, because he tells them that's where mutants come from—from from solar radiation—and he gets them to hunt down the source of mutancy and fly into the sun. So interesting little parallel there. Oh, when did that we happen? Get, uh, it's like in the like old like old 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 like
0: like nineties
1: classic. Uh, no, or like seventies. 70s, oh, 70s. yeah.
0: Well, I I would have mi- not minded Husk as much if there maybe was some explanation of like, oh, there's a part where we need someone who can turn their skin to this and then turn their skin to this. You know what I mean? Or maybe yeah, it's because like she mis- can withstand the radiation.
1: Uh, e- Mystique makes total sense to bring on this mission. Yeah. Archangel, what is he going to do? What <laughs> is he going to keep his wings tight while he flies around?
0: You can't Small fly in corridors? Spa- You can't use it to fly what is he doing? in space. Yeah, I don't why know. Why is he there? Nightcrawler makes sense, but then if Jean Grey is the telepath, why is Monet there? I mean, I guess she's super strong, but then it's like get yeah, a yeah, more I mean, powerhouse like, strong guy. Where's like where's Superman. Colossus? Yeah. I would have loved um, it. There, I, let's just like even though we love you Hickman, but here, I'm going to I would have loved it to be like a classic previous lineup. Like just as like a fun throwback reference. Yeah, like it would have been really uh, uh, cool if it was like Storm, Sunfire, <laughs> Banshee. Yeah, like you know the what I mean. Giant sized like, team. Yeah, oh, that, sure. like that would
1: have been like really cool. But whatever. Oh, that would have been so cool. But there's a reason. There's a reason it's these folk. But do uh, we? Even... It's because Husk is gonna die, which will give the new mutant something to do, which will give Pen- <laughs> I mean Monet a storyline.
0: Um, but then so. I like that they just go to their one on the moon so they're able to like just go off
1: planet. To they're, like Yeah, they go from the moon, they slingshot around Venus. Like it's so cool how Hitman Hickman sets up the timing and the distance and yeah. everything in this whole issue. Uh, where things are this far away and so they can't get there or they snuck up on people. It's
0: very Yeah, I cruel. love how it's like, oh, we're slingshotting around to get there in time, but at the same time,
1: and you can just go
0: to the Shi'ar galaxy in like 10 minutes.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like later seasons of 24. <laughs> what, I, what also I like is the way Mystique, Gene, Scott, and Logan are written in the scene of the team taking off where you've got mystique and her classic like just it's awesome mystique for another issue with her one line my ears work fine summers but then you've got like scott the realist gene the optimist and logan the pessimist nice little this little dynamic you have here when gene goes full donald trump and says hey there's fine people on both sides yeah
0: (laughs) okay wait a minute But that, you were then saying that the humans are the white supremacists in that metaphor.
1: Yes, they are. (laughs) The humans are so the white supremacists.
0: Do you feel... Actually, I think the machines
1: are. The machines are the the white... The machines are the Trump supporters.
0: Whose side are you on in this battle, Brett?
1: Well, shit. Well, uh, Mr. Hickman made me empathize. Some of these humans, so I don't know. I mean, I am what? No, I'm a mutant through and through. I
0: know I want to be a mutant. Why can't I? I'm a mutant. mutant.
1: We're gay. We're mutants. We're queer mutants. Oh, um here's but no. Su- I mean, you do. There are some sympathetic moments with these humans who are just trying to kill mutants for their survival.
0: I have a quick side question. Um, I know we want to be mutants, but you have to be born a mutant. But let's just say. That you, it turns out the Inhumans were real, and you and you had the ability to go through the Terrigen Mist and get powers, but you don't know what they would be. Would you do it? Yeah. Even Because I wouldn't
1: care if I was grotesque. I wouldn't care. I'd love it.
0: I think, yeah. I think I would do it, too.
1: Like how the girl with the flower dress and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. winds up being this thorn-covered creature who can see the future? I'll take it.
0: I'd probably end up being like, you can tell when anyone on the planet wants to poop, and I'll be like, great.
1: <laughs> and your skin is covered in poop.
0: <laughs> like that was a bad choice.
1: But Ooh, uh, I, I really got it. the shit into the stick on that one.
0: <laughs> um, but anyway, back to House of X. It actually goes through a nice little graph of like the evolution of. Kind of just describing the difference between the Sentinels, Master Molds, Mother Molds, Omega Sentinels, and Nimrod.
1: Yes. Omega Sentinel beats a Master Mold, but doesn't beat a Nimrod. Yeah. A Mother Mold is capable of making Master Molds. It's all very simple. Sentinels lead to Master Molds, which lead to Mother Molds, which lead to Omega Sentinels, which lead to Nimrods. So, in Omega Sentinel... Does Nimrod entry, stand for something? I don't think so.
0: Why Nimrod? Because doesn't I Nimrod... I know, right? Isn't Nimrod, like, you're... Does not mean like you're he's dumb? Like, you such a Nimrod. I used to yeah. say that when I was a kid. Like, you are a Nimrod. Like, you're dumb.
1: Well, Nimrod's a scary term. All right. For an Omega Sentinel, it says a human infected with sentinel technology and progressively transformed from human to machine. See the Omega Cycle, which is a later entry.
0: And then we get into Myra and Apocalypse why they did what they did.
1: So this, this chart was- is really weird. Is this for like this feels like, hey dummies, in case you didn't get the connection between powers of ten, you know? Like I'm like, no shit, I, I got it.
0: Because they don't, it, he doesn't tell you it's more like a recap. Than, yeah, except it the new
1: information is that the information they got was, like, less complete than I thought it was. Oh. It's, uh, it says, you know, her and Apocalypse theorize that Nimrod's the thing. They attempt to acquire the information surrounding Nimrod's origin. They get incomplete origin files in X2, which we saw. So, but then they have to do something so that they they know that whenever these certain technological things hit certain thresholds, that's where you've got the perfect storm for a Nimrod. So I guess they, Moira and Xavier, have been having technopaths, your trinities, your your forges, uh, monitor for these technological thresholds. And then they're like, up, oh, we hit them. Oh, that must mean a mother mold, which must mean a Nimrod. It's all still very, like, assumptive.
0: Well, that's the thing is, it might just have to be assumptive because as you, she lives her life again, things will change yeah. as she makes, you know, butterfly effect. Yeah. Um, But that then brings us to the courtroom scene.
1: So funny that the courtroom, which is housed in a maximum security prison, is called <laughs> Project Achilles. Like, Achilles with like Achilles is known for for being like super strong but having that one flaw yeah you could totally get him. yeah (laughs) like what a dumb name for a prison
0: (laughs) yeah it's like it's why no one calls themselves Titanic anymore
1: (laughs) nobody names a boat the Titanic
0: there should be a bad guy called Titanic and then Iceman like shoots him with like an ice block and he immediately (laughs) dies (laughs) <laughs> i would love that uh i love this picture of Sabretooth just like spitting
1: spitting i mean i'm kind of like spit on me daddy am i right
0: and he has like a bumbling defense attorney
1: yeah everyone here is very biased everyone here is either hateful or afraid yeah except it's... for one person <laughs>
0: And then it walks, and can I just say, Emma's outfit is amazing. She looks great. It gives me
1: hope for a fashionable Emma Frost moving forward. She looks great. Not like one who...
0: And it's not slutty. It looks great. It's, It's like... No
1: skin. Yeah. Thank you. It's tasteful and classy and dignified, but still sexy and fashionable. I'm but, here for it.
0: But it's also showing you that it's, like, not even the Hellfire Club. Like, all of these things. No. Every mutant. Yes. Every is, mutant. They're all they're together. all to- together. It's kind of... It's one of those things where you're just like, wow, if Xavier, Xavier was so hell-bent on being with the humans, if he had just given up on that a long time ago, all of this could have... <laughs> everything could have yeah. been peaceful. It's kind of... I love it. What do you... Does she say who, who the girls are behind them? Do we know which ones? No.
1: They could be any of them.
0: Now, we saw... I'm wondering if it's the other two, since we saw three, right? Didn't they talk about the three in the first?
1: Uh, no, we only saw Esme and Sophie, but, but I want to point out that... But
0: I feel like they mentioned Mindy or something like that. Or I can't remember. I
1: don't know. But what One of them wondering? is wearing black, though. And these two are wearing white. Okay. So like, either Esme or Sophie, I think it's Esme, is is in a black getup. These two are in white. Um, little detail here. There is a panel where Emma, it's, it's a, where they show the snipers, and they show Emma in the distance. She's handing her sunglasses to one of the cuckoos, and then in the next panel, one of the cuckoos is trying them on. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I just fucking love that.
0: <laughs> it's such a weird like little touch. Or it's even just like this whole
1: like weird mother-daughter relationship that they kinda he kind of turns the volume up here. On. And
0: well that's where did it end with them? Did they I felt they still hated her?
1: Yeah. I mean I, mean, I know it's know. all reset.
0: I know it's but he's resetting it back to no, they're it's a mother They're still
1: mother-daughter.
0: But I also love that even when she's, like, telling them how it's going to be and how he has to be let go, she's just, like, looking at her nails. Like, she's not even looking at them. Like, she's taking her sunglasses off, looking at her nails, and just saying how it is.
1: Ugh. She's like, we're not being judged by you anymore because, frankly, she's like, we're not being judged by you because you lead with your biases. Like, you know, he is a piece of shit. He's the grossest thing. He's a monster. But you can't, you can't judge him because you can't see past your own hatred and your own fear.
0: And I love how she's like I could just my, I could just use my powers and just destroy all of you right now yeah. but I don't need to because we have the law on our side.
1: We have diplomatic immunity from the US State Department. Hello? What? Yeah. Oh my god, like even Sabretooth? What what is what is going on? But then how did they get that? Did
0: they get I that? I guess the
1: deal. But the or... d- the medicine
0: but that's what I'm wondering. Is it the medicine or do they have people in there mind controlling anybody? I wonder.
1: Fuck I wonder me. if they have moles. God damn. Who knows what they're capable of?
0: And then we get back to the mother mold site where they come in for the attack.
1: But before that we have the Omega Cycle chart.
0: Oh, what what happens is you get taken over and become an omega Sentinel?
1: So why is this in here?
0: Well, um, do you think it's more about, what was her name, Karina?
1: Karima, is it? Is it about how she's, or do you there's think still someone, hope for her? Or do
0: you think there's someone else that might get infected with something?
1: Moira, Life 6.
0: Interesting.
1: That's why. Oh, that's why I saw you're this, thinking, oh. I was like, oh, like why that. are you telling me this? Oh, like did that. Moira go through this at some point? Mm. Is Moira the fucking mother mold?
0: Interesting. Wait, is Moira the mother mold? I don't know. <laughs> can't be that. That's. No. Hey.
1: Mothers have come up a lot in this, by the way.
0: That is true.
1: Pyro. Pyra. Moira. What? Pyro calling Destiny mother. Oh. Stepford Cuckoos calling Emma mother, mum. Mother Mold. Moira is mother Akaba. What's up?
0: Moms. <laughs> Mommy issues.
1: Mommy issues. Pull up. Is Hickman saying they've just had a single father for too long? The X Men need their mother? They need a mother.
0: Yeah. Pikmin, uh go to therapy um don't take it out on
1: the house (laughs) Pikmin, raised by a single father has a lot to say (laughs) on the matter i don't know oh oh, and the whole thing about like the humans like hey i always wish we had kids before i blow myself up yeah the fuck i always wondered like i guess like
0: i guess you couldn't throw the bomb and run away i guess he had to blow himself up
1: I mean, I guess. But the
0: thing is, they did plan it on time, where they knew that there was a bunch of other Sentinels. But he knew that by the time they alerted them, it would take too long. Yeah,
1: for they're them like to worker Sentinels on on Venus, I think.
0: So, and they just breach, rather than like finding a port of entry, they actually just land on top of it and just break a hole into it.
1: But they land on top of a place where they have access. They're like, they landed on the place where they'd have access to the whole ship.
0: Yeah. And I like that Nightcrawler First... just comes in and is like, hey, oh. all right, y'all are here. Okay, bye. And I love that he sees Karima and he's like, he's like, oh, I guess this is the side you're on.
1: And she's like, is it like you guys all packed up and left for Krakoa? Like, what was I supposed to do? Yeah, she was she was like, I actually I'm
0: I'm everywhere where I was. You guys picked the side. Uh, and I just want to say, love I
1: love the panel of the sent- the worker sentinels coming from Venus, <laughs> like the drill head, and the- <laughs> so cool. I love them. I hope they show up in time. Uh, I also love Kurt's hair. Why? I just love Kurt's hair. It's Are like, you sad that he doesn't have everything- a beard? No, that hair is locked. It's everything I'm going for with mine.
0: Oh, you're you're getting your lock. You're growing your locks out.
1: I'm growing it out. Yeah,
0: I think I'm gonna do it too. Now, granted, I can only do like a Michael Bolton thing now because I'm going I'm so bald. I can just grow it all long in the back, party in the back.
1: <laughs> yes, nothing on the top.
0: Xavier up front <laughs> on the
1: top. Xavier on the <laughs> Xavier on top. Jean in the back. Yeah. <laughs> so. What's so interesting is they're, like, so Nightcrawler's like, Advaita's Sand, and he bamps off. And they're like, Erasmus, are you there? We've been breached. They have a teleporter. And Karima just whispers, his name is Nightcrawler. It's so oh. weird. That, that's so weird. It's so human to me.
0: Yeah. Because I bet you he also put that cycle in there, because it is trying to tell you, like, she's not total machine yet. There's... This is
1: not the Karima from the future of life nine,
0: yeah, she still has a heart and a soul, and but here's yeah. the thing is so that guy blows himself up um it ends with like like is that what is their whole ship blow up?
1: It ends with the guy suicide bombing the blackbird
0: so. I clearly think this is going to open up with Nightcrawler will have teleported everyone.
1: Right. Or Gene Forcefield.
0: Yes. But, but what that, what? so I don't think any of them are dead yet, but what it does mean is that they do not have a way
1: home. Because they did not bring Krakowa seeds. They made a point of
0: that. Yes. So they, this is like, they, this is, so that's the thing is like, who, how do they get out?
1: do they get or out do they mission... or because
0: we're thinking about husk is going to die what if they all die what if that's, they all die what if or what if they all die except husk that would be the most brilliant where the red coat <laughs> is the only one that lives because she can tear her skin off so she can survive all of the radiation or whatever
1: they have to send that thing into the sun they made that clear that that's their mission Sounds like a suicide mission to me.
0: Ah, so good.
1: And it ends with a quote from Magneto. For you to die, you would have to be forgotten, and no one forgets the founder of a nation.
0: And we only have to wait one week, because it's another House of X, so... Because it's
1: the House of X. Repeat, it's the House of X block. Oh, and then we get the decoded language of Krakoa in the back. Um now
0: have you used has anyone I'm not going to do this but has anyone decided to like use those to look at the old writings that have been there to see what they say?
1: Well, I think people were able to decode those.
0: But no already. one's no one's looked up and like you haven't looked up to see if anyone if there's like any fun hidden little hidden thing?
1: tidbits. No. no, everything decoded what Everyone decoded what had come out. Uh, One fun thing, though, is one of the guys from the Battle of the Atom podcast created a true type font out of it. And I downloaded that shit to my computer. So I can type in this crap now.
0: Okay. uh,
1: Call me Doug Ramsey. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Because I speak it.
0: (laughs) Well, um,
1: House of X, it's killing it. Killing it. House of X, um, we really made Cypher important. Yeah. The last sentence of this book is the only known exception is the mutant cipher.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay. Which, in the end, it's like I love that Chris Claremont created this guy, gave him these powers, and no one really knew what. And they ended up having to kill him off because they didn't, because he couldn't fight with them. They couldn't see the power of how powerful he was.
1: Who was it? Was it Necrotia, where he spoke perfect body language, which meant nobody can beat him in a fight. I hated that take.
0: I hated that take. I didn't mind that, but he doesn't, apparently he doesn't have that anymore.
1: (laughs) Nor does he have his internet addiction.
0: Maybe he does. Maybe Krakoa has given him his fill. Well, that's the thing is he didn't have an addiction. He just wanted to figure out what the internet, what it was like in a way, like he just was trying to figure it out. Maybe once he got Krakoa with him, he figured it out.
1: Maybe he was just like, oh, people are gross. Okay, I figured out the internet. Moving on to Krakoa.
0: Where's danger in all of this? Remember danger? Right? What happened yeah.
1: to her? I don't know.
0: Anyway, just this I just thought of that because Doug Ramsey had sex with her.
1: Yeah, Doug Ramsey likes to merge with things. He merges with Warlock. He merges with Danger. He merges with Krakoa or his first yeah. organic
0: I know. Can you imagine having sex with him, where he's like, "Press your body against me harder, harder," and the girl's like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> "Doug Ramsey, the ultimate mutant bottom." Ah, uh, oh, he'll take, he'll receive anything.
0: Speaking of bottoms, did you read Marvel One
1: Thousand? <laughs> yes, filled with bottoming.
0: Um, I hated this. And what was this? It was. Ninety. It was a celebration of pages. 80 years of Marvel. So celebration of 80 years of Marvel, and then setting up what looks like a dumb
1: series. Yeah, like a like the uh, I think they're they're bringing back a Golden Age character, Masked Rider.
0: It's all about the Masked Rider, and then it looked like Jimmy Woo and two other people. Jimmy
1: Woo, Adam Brashear, and Night Thrasher are now the new three X's. And
0: then also, but in the beginning, it was Jimmy Woo and Robert DaCosta. And then yeah, by then the end of it, died. but then the end of it, they're like, he's dead. But then it's like, but he's not because he's coming back. It's
1: like, I mean, yeah. So we're, this is definitely pre house of X. <laughs> yeah. So
0: some weird shit is going on.
1: Yeah. Were there any pages that you, you enjoyed? Cause th- this wasn't basically an anthology of one page stories. Some connected, some did not.
0: There's some where it was, like, nice to see. It was nice to see, like, oh, like, Peter David wrote something. Yay. I love Peter David. Was it that interesting? No. Oh, the original Young Avengers. (laughs) Like, the writer and artist of Young Avengers rewrote a little reunion thing. That was sweet. I like that. Did it have, I mean, but did it do anything? No. Like, it was like, they're all one page and they were so inconsequential. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar.
1: Yeah. Which one was that? Jessica I Jones. saw that name and that was, that was nuts. What? That's wild. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? And then- From the airplane movies? Yeah. Well, as a basketball player.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, he just was in the airplane movies. <laughs> Um, there are three Deadpool ones, which is like
1: Oh uh, enough.
0: We don't need that. We get it. The enough. first meta one, we get it. Um, and then giving uh Rob Liefeld the Deadpool one where then he makes Deadpool like talk to and I'm just like, You didn't create You didn't that. do that. Yeah, you yeah, didn't create that, Rob I Just Fuck you. Don't Rob take credit Liefeld.
1: for that. Fuck you. I was like, fuck you. You don't get to take credit for that.
0: Other things that I hated, it had the anime artist where it was like Kia Asamiya took over uh-huh. as, as, the, as the illustrator of Uncanny X. What X-Men.
1: milestone? What yeah, milestone? Yeah, is that, that was
0: the milestone. The, Do you know what run that was? That was the Stacy X run. That is a uh, run that is considered the worst run of X Men history. And you're going to yeah, put that things, in a milestone?
1: Some of the things they chose to celebrate was really weird. Like, there was zero fanfare around. Fantastic Four kicking off a new era. Yeah, you
0: didn't there see was, when the X Men was, no, was first started.
1: Yeah, there was no homage to Avengers number one. Like it was nothing to bizarre. the Guardians of the
0: Galaxy. Guardian, where was Guardians of the Galaxy? Where was X Men? Like X Men, it was like how co- at first I thought it was cool because it was like, oh, it's kind of like history of the universe. It's showing you when every major Marvel character came about, and then it just no. skipped yeah, over yeah. the X Men and Fantastic Four, and I was like, what? yeah. Why? I started
1: celebrating really weird things. The Golden Age stuff made sense. It seemed meaningful.
0: Well, it really came down to it was like, oh, we only have an artist and this person and they wanted to do this thing. So it was really just like... Everyone wanted to do their own thing, and then the editor and then had to kind of like put it together and yeah. make it sense. So it was garbage—ninety pages of garbage. I don't want it. It was like that Superman ninety-page Superman one with all different Superman stories. Stop doing that! I don't give a shit.
1: Yeah. So this—we don't of have was it, We don't a have long take. enough.
0: We don't have a long enough attention span to read ninety goddamn pages. What are you trying to this do? This is to very us? much
1: in the model of a Detective Comics one thousand or an Action Comics one thousand. Yes. It's, they were going after that, and I don't know how I mean going after. Like I might mean going after, like making fun, not just going after, like emulating.
0: I hated it.
1: Yeah, it was really weird. I've never the been only so angry
0: I... reading through something,
1: because
0: right? oh if we did not do this show, I would not have finished reading it.
1: <laughs> the through thread of the Eternity Mask going from the Golden Age to today... And then introducing the new character at the end. I didn't care. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. It didn't catch... I would have cared. But it didn't... It didn't grab me. Because... Only little, like, haha moments grabbed me. Or just, like, little smart moments. But not the overall story.
0: Yeah. It was dumb. I hated it.
1: I liked the Ed Brisson speedball one of speedball just bouncing all over the place. Yeah. I liked the, uh, Howard the Duck fruit pie... <laughs>
0: Add. I like the uh, Spider Man where he's trying to tell people he has spider powers, but then the guys like, no, you just have Dr. schizophrenia. Octopus.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. I I liked the story about the. What was like the, the the prose about the immortal? Yi Yang was the was the villain, and then the uh, uh, the hero was the immortal guy. What. I, it was like black and white and it was written like a newspaper article. Oh yeah
0: I didn't, I didn't care. I, I some of them I was reading and I'm like I don't care about this so I'm gonna go to the next one.
1: Why is Darth Vader in it?
0: Yeah' You're, he's not they're not part of the Marvel universe yeah I just I hated it. I yeah. hated it, it Brad. You,
1: did it make you want to read any golden Age stuff? No
0: <gasps> no because the, the golden Age stuff like the really old stuff.
1: It's such crap. You can't even read it. Well,
0: it's not that. It's just, it's written for, like, 10-year-olds. It's written for, like, 9 and 10-year-olds. So it's just, like, it's not good.
1: Yeah, it's more about the things that happened.
0: Yeah. So And that, I can just Wikipedia. And you're like, that happened. Okay.
1: My favorite, favorite one was the Joe Hill, Mike Allred, Doctor Strange doing laundry. (laughs) That ends with him sitting naked in the laundromat. I loved it. Loved that one. And it's Joe Hill... Isn't that Stephen King's son? I don't know. I think so.
0: Oh. Well, let's stop talking about this. I hate it.
1: Oh, I hate it.
0: What else did you read?
1: Oh, I loved it. I read Power Pack. Grow up.
0: Is this them? Because they're now in the free- the Future Foundation. Is this take place yeah, it's like, a tale- when, they're- when they're kids?
1: Yeah, from their past. Yeah, oh, from okay. the creator who worked on the book in the 80s.
0: Is it an ongoing thing or is it a one-off? It it's
1: people- just a one-off.
0: Did you like it?
1: I loved it. It's adorable. It really captures that old power pack that I read as a kid. um it is very classic uh it's got the brood. it's got Wolverine and Kitty Pride um it's got Lila Cheney um it's got like the horsey creature Kofi that's related to Whitey, the horsey alien that gave them their powers. Oh cute. yeah, it's very classic Louise Simonson. Power Pack.
0: Did she write it?
1: She did. Oh, I'll have to yeah. look at that. Yay! So I mean, it's like it's them, like it's the them I read as a kid. Uh, it's so funny. I started reading Power Pack when they're after their power switched. Oh, so, so is this before the me, power switched? This is before the power right. switch in their more classic era. To me, like I'll always read them as having the wrong powers when I read their classic. When
0: they powers. switched, did they ever switch back, or they were permanently switched? I
1: think they one? did switch back because
0: I feel Julie but, originally. Julie's had, original
1: was the rainbow,
0: yeah, and she has that now, yeah,
1: yeah. But when I read it, Katie had the rainbow, yeah, and Alex had Katie's, and no, Jack, no. Now wasn't Alex was Franklin had Richard's part
0: of it when you were reading it?
1: yeah he was tattletale
0: yeah what did he do in that like what like because he was still very young well i mean yeah he... he had
1: like his dream self so he did a lot of astral projection okay i remember that and his like it would have a little glitch on it it would have like little his armor leg would be kind of glitchy to show you that it's his dream form as he called it that was the main power i remember. But, uh, yeah, it's a story of them teaming up with Kitty and Wolverine at a Lila Cheney concert to take on the brood. Have I sold ya?
0: Was cats laughing there?
1: They, you know, they're at the concert. They never show Lila. It was a big tease. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they do have, uh, Katie has a Lila Cheney action figure, which they keep calling her Dolly. And she's like, I'm not a baby. It's not a Dolly. Classic power pack. Um, Lovely.
0: What did you read? I read the Runaways. Oh, <gasps> and it's, today's Power Pack. And it's set up. It, it it introduced the new this new character Doc Justice. And I really. Oh, here th- we go. And I don't know if it's Doctor. If it's the Doombot because this Doombot's been introduced. And I'm like, is that the Doombot? But I don't know yet. But it seems like think? I don't I don't know. It's it's, it's almost too obvious because the Doom bot is like, I don't want to stay with you. I'm going to leave because he basically had his evil chip taken out by Victor. So now he's like, I don't know what I am. I'm Doom, but I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> so then he's like, well, stay with us and be part of our team. And he's like, no, your team, your cave is stupid. <laughs> and he's like, it's not a cave. It's an underground mansion. He's like, it's dumb. And he like <laughs> leaves. And then, meanwhile, uh, it basically just follows uh, Nico and um, Carolina have decided they want to be superheroes. So they get superhero costumes and they get, like, a radio, like, a police radio, like, app on her phone. And they're, like, trying to find crimes. But they just keep...
1: MCU, Patsy Walker. But they keep... Desperate. But
0: but they keep going... uh... But they just keep, like, finding things. And people are like, "Uh, we don't need your help. Like, it's just... And then they finally see these guys with, uh, like, pull out these guns, and then they go to attack them. And then they like, it turns out they're like these weird, like, monster-like creatures, like this, like, monster mafia. I don't know if they're from a previous other comic, if they've ever been seen before. But they battle them, and they actually are losing. And then at the very end, this new character, Doc Justice, shows up, because it's all about how New York has a million superheroes. And L.A. doesn't really have any, so they need to, although I guess the West Coast Avengers don't count anymore. I guess they
1: disbanded officially. (laughs) They don't have a book anymore. They don't count.
0: Uh, So, uh, yeah, they want to be the new superheroes. So I guess this is like somehow, I wonder if Doc Justice is going to be like their cable and then recruit them all to be part of a team. It's
1: got to be that Doombot. I, I don't read so. the book. But it feels but I know so a obvious, but, but for telling. me it's almost
0: so obvious that it's like why don't you just say it's the doombot because it's so obvious to me that that I I don't I want it to not be the doombot because it's so obvious. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: Anyway, I, I want
0: do. you to read this run Brett.
1: Fine, I will. I- now I can't because I just like the running bit of me saying that I will. Okay,
0: uh, okay, do you, okay, here's the uh, I'm just going to say this to you do you remember how long it took me where I was like, you need to watch the magicians. You need to watch the magicians. You need to watch the magicians. And it took and you. And then a I was like,
1: it's my favorite show. <laughs> yeah. So just saying, why haven't I watched it?
0: So I'm just saying, uh, we got, speaking I of, we never, and I still haven't watched it. Did you know that they released a, a trailer for the next season?
1: A Titans? Like,
0: not, not, no, of the magicians.
1: Of the magicians? Of a, a scene. They yeah, no, scene. I, the, uh, the hilariously sexist, um, mythological like, colonial pig creature. Yeah. Oh my god it's so funny.
0: We never talked about it but it happened. So I'm it's
1: great do you like it? It's. Gr- I thought it was so funny.
0: It's gonna be a great season. They, it's
1: they- like a, a half man half pig who's kind of Benjamin Franklin ish is rooting around Julia's kitchen in the middle of the night and she's like can I help you and he's like yeah I need to find a hero to go on a quest and she's like oh so exciting! And he's like, "Yeah, I'm looking for Quentin Coldwater." And she's like, "Well, he ain't around." And he's like, "Okay, well, bye bye." And she's like, "Wait, I can help." He's like, "No, you can't. You're a woman."
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, sexism!
1: And we all know Julia is no mere woman.
0: Um, but also, ew. I read a DC ew. You read book. a DC book? Yeah, I decided to go into the action comics and just check in. Problem is, it's at this point, Action Comics, Superman, and what's the one that, and the Leviathan, like it's, they're all now just, they're one and the same. It's all just this huge thing about Leviathan. So I was having to kind of look things up and be like, wait, what's been happening? <laughs> and catch myself up a bit. But kind of the head mafia boss, Miss Leone, has bought the Daily Planet. And she's okay. kind of showed up and is kind of like this messiah. She's like, I don't want any gossip. I just want journalism. And I want it to be real. And I'm going to give you all more money to do, like, real news. And everyone's just like, yay, she's great. But you're like, but she's the main bad guy. So this clearly is not going to end right. well. Um, but her main goal is that she wants Lois Lane back. So, she, But Lois Lane is, like, on – she's, like, trying to break the Leviathan case. So she's, like, not – showing up to work and no one knows where she is. And her whole thing is she's like, I need, I need a meeting with Lois Lane. You have to bring, and he's like, Oh, well, she's not here. So there's something about she, for a reason she wants to get uh, Lois Lane there to like, I don't know, kill her, punch her in the cooch. Assassinate and, her. I don't know. In the end, I was like, ah, this just let this, but, but here's where it's, this is where I was like, Nope. In the end, uh somebody crashes into the Daily Planet and Superman flies and is like, who is it? And it is Naomi.
1: That new that new
0: character who I read the I read the first two issues and was like, this is awful. And then she has superpowers now, and she's basically like Shazam, where she either has no powers or she conjures up, and then she has like this super armor suit with all these powers, where she's super strong and can fly. And she, she's basically like Captain Marvel's powers.
1: When she cites the magic word, Naomi!
0: <laughs> so I, I'm not here for it, so I give it four ooze. Ew! 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 I don't care. Sorry, DC. Goddamn! I'm done with you.
1: I skipped my DC book this week.
0: That's fine because I want to end this on something spooky.
1: <gasps> I'm scared.
0: Halloween season is entering. Uh, you can all the yes. ho- all those Halloween sh- all those old abandoned Toys R Uses are all becoming Halloween shops. That's right. Uh, and uh so I was uh in a rabbit hole of YouTube and watching uh I don't know if you've uh, ever seen the movie Perfect Blue Nope or Paprika or Paranoia Agent nope. Anyway the director who did it whose name I is I'm not even going to try um and uh he uh made these movies but there was a YouTube guy just talking about why he's so brilliant at doing horror uh and when i did that he started talking about this guy named ito uh jinjo ito and who's like a manga artist who just only does horror and he was telling these stories and they seem so creepy i started reading them these little mini short like just one-off horror manga stories there's wait you
1: just took us into a world of japanese horror comics yes okay
0: there's one called the hanging balloons and it is basically for some reason a huge hot air balloon with your head suddenly starts floating around of everyone in Tokyo. And hanging from their head is a metal noose. What and the... they basically are flying and finding you. Like, whatever your head it is, like they find you and then they hang you. Ooh by the and it's the dumbest sounding thing but it is the creepiest fucking story Ooh. and then there's another one what if you're what if you just stay inside well it opens with the girl who's starving to death <gasps> and the oh head God, the outside? head is outside in her voice being like come out i know you're hungry you have to get food and it basically shows, like, the dad where he's like, I have to go to work. And they're like, you can't go to work. These things are killing me. And he's like, no, I'm just going to, like, just dodge my neck. And he goes outside, and the metal thing moved around and knocked his arm out of the way and then hung him, and they watched their dad die. Ooh. And then the brother's like, I we need to get food. And the brother goes out with an umbrella, and then the thing, like, rips the umbrella off and then kill. It's horrifying.
1: Where can I find these? Uh,
0: I think if you just Google it, you can you can find it. The Hanging Balloons. Okay. Um, there's another one, um, um, where basically, oh, fuck, what is it called? Um, uh,
1: type faster. It's,
0: (laughs) um, okay. The Enigma of Amagara Fault, of the Amagara Fault, an earthquake happens and, uh, And like this, all these rocks fall off the side of a mountain, like an avalanche. And what's revealed is there's a bunch of human-shaped holes in the side of the mountain. And so people start visiting these human-shaped holes. But then people are looking, they're like, hey, look at that one. I came here because that hole, it's my silhouette. And all these people are like, yeah, that one's my silhouette. And then they start taking their clothes off and they're like, I need to go into it because it fits me perfectly. And then they go into it and it just sucks them in. It's so creepy.
1: (laughs) What is it with everyone having like a weird doppelganger version of them that kills them?
0: I don't know if that. Yeah. And then he has another one, which I haven't read, which is longer. It's basically a, a, a town that becomes obsessed with spirals. And they all go insane and start murdering each other. What? So you sound amazing. Jinjo Ito. Look him up. Read his shit. It's they're creepy and they're scary. They're scary.
1: Nice. I can't wait for Halloween season. Yeah, I'm gonna read them. All through October. It's a
0: new House on Haunted Hill going to come out for Halloween. No, and didn't that
1: make the Halloween season last year? It
0: was my joy of Halloween. That scared the fuck yeah. out of me. I remember being like, this is what I need for Halloween.
1: Well, it's early, but I urge you to go see Scary Stories You Tell in the Dark. Oh, I do and, want to see that. Uh, it's okay. And more importantly, Ready or Not, uh, which I saw. Don't
0: say, Oh, you cannot fucking say anything because I want to see it. And I know there's like But I want to turns.
1: talk. But I want to talk. Don't don't tell me anything. We'll talk about it next week. I need my voice. I need to be heard. We'll talk
0: about it next week. I will see it before next week. Before our
1: hundredth episode. Holy shit! Next week is our hundredth episode. Please, please, please join us. We're going to be talking about House of X. (laughs) Yep. And we might have celebrate this milestone. And some more fun surprises, but mostly House of X. And some fun surprises inside the House of X, around the House of X, and most importantly, inside the House of X.
0: And if, and after that, House of X.
1: <laughs> so let's put 99 to Betty Bye. Yes. And let's put this whole goddamn century worth of comic book queers legacy to Betty Bye and open up a brand New dawn of X. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Um, thank you for joining us. And if if you're listening, please subscribe to what is it? apple podcast now i still don't know how it works yeah
1: just subscribe to the show the best way you can subscribe to our values subscribe to our opinions
0: and and please comment on our facebook comment on our instagram ask us questions belittle us uh make fun of us uh tell us we suck just give us give us some and we'll talk
1: about it because we love talking about ourselves because
0: we love talking about ourselves. We need it. We need the. I want, cause you know, any, even if you hate us, if you love us, we just want to hear it. We just want to know that you're listening. Oh my God. If you hate listen us, I want to know about it. Although if there's any like alt right, proud boy people in cells that are listening to this, you don't listen to us. Cause I hate you,
1: but get excited for the new Joker trailer.
0: That literally said... Did you see it literally said, oh, an incel friendly... Like, they used that in the description of it. Where I was like, ew. I, this makes me not want to see that movie. Plus, Joaquin Phoenix is, like, very problematic. He's... He's... Isn't he been me Too'd?
1: <laughs> The whole thing is problematic, as far as I'm concerned. All right. Well, we'll
0: hate-watch Joker. Because for, just for, for our listeners, we will do it. Yep. And anyway... If you want to see the Joker movie, or if you want to read comics, well, I hate to break it to you, but that makes you a
1: queer. queer. Bye. Bye.